All right, so there we go. You guys are back yeah, right here on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. And, of course, Cape Pulpit 729 from Gauteng to the Cape. Such an awesome privilege to be spending the next hour with you guys right here on Filling the Gap. It is such an honor and privilege to stand in a position where I can call myself an instrument of the Holy Spirit. And I want to declare that before I go any further, because the moment you hear the voice of Dwayne and Dwayne's opinion and Dwayne's agenda, I'm failing at what I'm doing because I'm supposed to be uh, representing the kingdom of Christ. And that, of course, is my number one mandate. So the moment I miss out on that, it is your job to send me a message and say, Dwayne, you are messing up. And I will gladly just rectify that and make sure I'm in line with what the Holy Spirit expects of me. All right, so once again, I've got a good friend of mine, Mr. Brenton Jeromia. And before I say hello to Brenton, please remember you can join us this evening. From 6 to 7, we said hello to Chris Scholes, who's working night shift in Australia this evening. Then we also said hello to Krista, who sent us a message all the way from Israel. And she's tuning in this evening. And then we also said hello to Hetty, who is in America. And she's tuning in this evening. So wherever you guys are, Please, uh, far and wide, share this podcast, share this message right now, and I get as much as possible people to join us this evening on this chat. If you want to be part of the chat this evening, 0826572729, that is, of course, the WhatsApp line, SMS line, Telegram line. Um, seems to me like WhatsApp's a bit delayed this evening, but it's okay. Um, Lester, hello, Lester. It's so nice of you to join us. All the way there from Whitfield in Boxburg. Uh, she says that there's a humming sound um, on the frequency on their side. Uh, Lester, I'm sure that our control panel, our control unit is picking up that message right now and working on that for you. All right, so once again, WhatsApp lines open, 0826572729. Uh, just quickly, for the sake of my guests, let me explain to you how we got to that number. 0826572729. Um, Radio Pulpit in the northern part of South Africa is 657 AM. Radio Pulpit in the southern part of South Africa is 729 AM. Okay? Our slogan is from Gauteng to the Cape. So it's 082 657 2729. Ah, that's clear, no? That's clear. Anyway, the even meneer Brenton Jerome, how's it, bro? Hola, hola, hola. How are you? I'm good, but if you say hola, nee, I want to I wanna crack. You know why? My boy, mm. he's got this weird song. Hola, come tale, tale. <laughs> and when I hear that, I just want to throw him with a remote or something. So, come on, send it hello. Hello, hello, hello. Go, I'm sure the Andre is listening right now and he's dancing. Hola, hola, hola. Swing if I don't buckle it, boy. Yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm so, so blessed. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, except... Uh, I could do with another 14 weeks of holiday. Does it make sense? Wow. That means I'm going to run out of air time. No, I uh, understand. Yeah, I've been I, missing you too much now. Really? I'm telling you. Are you missing me? Yeah, that's hey, why I don't want to give you much calls. You're lying, man. I'm not lying. I'm you're sitting lying. right now. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so listen, you've got a guest here this evening. Um, please introduce your guest to us. Well, I have a beautiful young lady here who does so much. And you know what? I think... You know, ma'am, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Garabo. Um, I am a blogger. I am a Bible teacher. I am an entrepreneur. Um, I run, uh, I co-found a foundation, a non-profit foundation with my family, my sister and my mother. Um, what else? What else am I? <laughs> And I'm, yeah, like Princeton said, I'm just, I'm a young, um, I'm obsessed with Christ. I'm obsessed with Jesus and I just want to live for him. Um, and yeah, he's just given me the opportunity. The spirit has given me the opportunity to just do that. You know, he's given me newfound skills and abilities and I just want to live to serve him any way that I can. So I'm so blessed and I'm so grateful to be here and I'm so humbled to be part of this discussion tonight. Thank you for inviting me. So apart from the fact that I support a different soccer team than you and the color of my hair is different <laughs> than the color of your hair, we've got one thing in common and that is I'm in love with Jesus. Amen. Yeah. And that is also... Wow, uh, you've got you've got good friends. Amen. <laughs> you had me worried for a moment, eh? but then but then you bring these friends once a month, and then I realize you actually got some good friends, huh? Yeah, I've learned from someone to teach me who I should be associated with. Be with those who inspire you, challenge you, sharpen you. 
love you, but most of all, be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Where did you learn that from? Uh, let me see. Don't look too far. If you have a mirror, you can see. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, didn't ex- I didn't expect that. I promise I didn't expect that. You and your dad taught me a lot, and um, it's, it motivates me. And that is why um, the word impartation is it's, it's so real. And that is why I, I'm not trying to imitate both of you, but I'm just walking that same path because I've seen the results. Oh, don't imitate me. No. I've, I've, got, I've got too much mistakes. Hey, worse. I even got I'm, worse in your... I'm, I'm now that trying. you mentioned that, that is the topic for tonight. Oh. Before you get to the topic, yeah. but come on, guys, there's a fourth person in the room. Can someone come please... Oh, that is another... <laughs> that is a warrior sitting there. She's already sitting in a position of a queen. Huh? Can I go introduce your sister there? Come, sister. Come introduce yourself. <laughs> All right, so they're putting her on a tough spot here now. You can move that mic. You got it. Hi, everyone. My name is Harmony. Um, I was supposed to just be an observer, but uh, Dwayne is yeah, He's out to get me tonight. So I'm behind the mic. I just Yay. want perfect harmony. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> good one. <laughs> good one. <laughs> We're so happy to be on tonight. Um, my sister and I are representing Brokenness Meets Grace, which is a podcast of ours that we also have. Uh, and our channel called Invaluable Grace, also on YouTube and Spotify. So, yeah, so happy to be here and to be part of the punk conversation. I'm going to just go back to my corner now. Until we call you back Until again. they call me again. <laughs> and when you say go back to your corner, be careful, because I, I, I work in the boxing world. So if you say I'm oh. going to go to my corner, man, so you go sit there and you intercede, do spiritual warfare or something. Pray for me, everyone. Oh, we will. Oh, we will. So listen, what did you say? Brokenness meets grace. There we go. So b- before, we, before we get this going, do you guys know the band called Casting Crowns? I've heard of them. So Casting Crowns, and I can't play it now because it's not on the list for this evening. Casting Crowns has got a song called Broken Together. And it's very weird because the moment you, you, you said the name of your nonprofit, which, of, of your podcast, I didn't get a heads up on this. Mm. And I've been, I've been walking around with this song what? the entire afternoon. Come on. The no. entire afternoon. Broken Together, Broken Together, Broken Together. And, and it's very weird because they talk about being in the – Perfect marriage, perfect relationship, but mm. but two one hundred percent will clash. So oh. that is usually why broken together makes you whole. Yeah, um, and it's very weird because um, yeah, uh, brokenness meets. <laughs> okay, God, you've got my attention. Mm. You absolutely have my attention. Wow. Okay, what are problems? What are we talking about? Uh, well, we are actually in it talking about it. It's about brokenness. The question is, can you still be used? being broken what do you do when you are broken that that's that's topic about brokenness what what happens in brokenness um i'm sure there's some viewers listening now they are secretly broken but they're not doing anything about it and and um i just feel we we should talk about it it's, it's weird that you mentioned that. Um, by the way, this is this is how it's going to go. We're going to interrupt each other all the time because sure. the Holy yeah. Spirit needs to go. But but I, I just I just want to start off there by um, by just going back on 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 the revelation that that we got yesterday from church. Sure. And yesterday from church, uh, before church service, when we were in the prayer room, mm. God just gave me this vision of these eight hundred different Bibles. There's 800 different religions. There's different views. There's, uh, let's just firstly just say religion was made by man. Yeah. Okay? It was a man-made invention. Relationship with Jesus is what God intended for, for us, okay? Yeah. Uh, as his spouse, we are called, we are called his bride, okay? Yeah. So uh, for me, it's very important that we just understand the following. And it's also going to give context, Brenton, to what you just said. Because you said what happens when someone is broken, okay? Let me give you the realistic answer, okay? You're either going to get further broken mm. or you're going to get healed. I'll say that again. You're either going to get further broken or you're going to get healed. The difference is the Holy Spirit. Sure. Come okay. on. So, so that is very important just to emphasize that. That uh, you can go to the best rehab in the world. You can go to multiple psychologists. You can go to the best brain doctors. You can sure. go. If Jesus and the Holy Spirit is missing, yeah. then you will never be healed. And, and I want to I share this with you. It's a picture that I got from a movie. Unfortunately, I can't sure. quote the movie. But it is, it is one person standing in front of the other person. And he takes a stick and he beats the person on his head. Okay. And the person says, ow, gee. What was that for? 
And the guy replies, he says, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. Then <laughs> the person says, yeah, but it still hurts. And the person says, oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it is you can either run from it or learn from it. Mm. How powerful I, is that? I, How powerful is yes. that? That's profound. So. It, is, it is for me. It's just like, mm. thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Uh, in, in, I said this. I said this the other day to you guys. I think I said it last month when you were on air as well. Mm. I said to you one of the one of the greatest revelations when, when when myself and my wife got married. We didn't have um, toasts. We didn't have wine glasses and I toast to this. No, mm. we had a called something called the blessings chair. Mm. And we sat on a chair, and whoever was at our wedding who wanted to come give a blessing over us could come do it. Mm. We didn't have sure. champagne and stuff in hands. And one person said this, and I'm going to say it in Afrikaans, and then I'll give it context in English. The person said. Um, the Heere stier nie krisisse op jou pad nie A krisis word a krisis So you can, obviously you can note in Afrikaans it rhymes okay? mm. So it's not going to have the punching power in English But it says, God does not see, um, send crises along your way mm. He sends courses on your way mm. Wow, Papa, I remember you telling me that. Yes, Poppy. I, 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 I feel so full this evening. You guys must stop talking. This man is on fire. <laughs> anyway, listen, you guys are yeah. The radio people hear me enough. Yeah. Tell me about your podcast. Our podcast is actually fairly new. Um, so my transformation, quickly summary. Um, I'm a fairly new born again Christian. Um, it all happened. During Welcome to the family. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, it all happened during COVID, and um, wow. Yeah, it was it was very um, radical. It was very real and true, and so tangible. You know, I can't forget it. The, that experience really just changed my life. And after that, I literally gave my life to God, and I I made a covenant with Him, and I'm like, I want to serve you. You know, and I don't know what that looks like, but I just want to serve you, and. Um, he just uh, brought along courses, like you said, tests and trials and experiences and visions, you know, step by step. And I was willing to do whatever I needed to do in that moment. And it just blossomed into, you know, greatness, really. Um, I was able to do stuff that I never could do all my life. And they just came upon me, you know, in a moment and in an instant. Um, I could create websites. I could create, you know, um, yeah, it was crazy. It's a long story, but... Um, just to sum it all up, that was literally for the last two years, my mission was just to share the gospel and um, through my testimony, through my experience. And um, the podcast is an extension of that. So I created a YouTube channel last year, um, early last year. And it was just basically a platform for me to share the gospel because I literally had a fire up my bum. I couldn't keep quiet. You know, I just wanted to share it as far as wide as possible. And it was so crazy because if you knew the old me, it was not possible for me to be... I'm not even supposed to be sitting behind this chair, Dwayne. I was such a shy, introverted, depro, emo girl. You know, I don't want to talk up anywhere. I was such a, a hidden co- a little butterfly or rather a, a caterpillar, you know. And when God came and he's changed my life, I became this outspoken, you know, exuberant young girl who just wanted to show up and just share the word of God. And this YouTube was really just me stepping out outside of my comfort zone but i didn't care because i just love my savior so much and um, i don't care what that looks like so it started off that way and i would just share devotions you know once a week and early this year me and my sister both we made a covenant with god but we didn't know how quickly he would take us up on that offer it happened he literally is waiting for people to make covenants with him because he just wants to go right and we were like we want to share the gospel on different in a different way this year um, and we had no idea that the podcast would come out of that. And it did, you know, and it happened so quickly and it just moved and it, it worked the way that God only can make it work. And um, yeah, the rest is history, really. And we were like, you know, we want to make it a roving thing. So we have different people on there. It's not just me and my sister because we can get boring, you know. <laughs> so we so were- I'm waiting for my invite. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> And that's how Brenton came along as well. And that's just, we were like, no, let's invite people. You know, we know, we want to talk, we want to share. And we also, most importantly, want to be relatable. You know, we, want, we don't want to be these... Um, relevant. We want to be relevant, yes. You know, we don't want to be these high horsey Christian self-righteous type of people, you know, who seem to have it all together. We want to un- make people understand that um, a walk with Christ is a journey. It's real. 
You know, you are real people. You're human. You're not supernatural. You're not, you know, um, yeah, it's not unreal. It's, it's, it's possible for anybody, you know, to walk and experience um, a life with Christ with, led by the Holy Spirit. And that is really just the premise of our podcast, that we want to share relevant, relatable experiences for people who may not have experienced Jesus the way that, you know, the rest of us have. And kind of share that experience with them and make it like, you know, be a light bulb moment that hold on, you know, I've gone through that. Um, and I mean, we want to talk about different types of brokenness, but um, it me and my sister we were even talking about it the other day that the name sounds almost crass, you know, brokenness. Should it not be something that brings light, you know, in life? But that's the whole point of it. We want to address the brokenness of the world and of the culture, but to say, wait a minute, there is grace, there is light, there is Christ, you know, and always bring it back to that. So, yeah, that was really just the premise of our podcast. So, you said something that's very close to my heart. You said we want to be real. And um, just a small testimony. Of, of myself um, So you know the scripture that says That call those things that be not just as though they were So speak life into things that you want to happen So How this happened for me being a radio presenter This is actually one of the biggest Miracles of my life because radio presenters Go through radio school They go through the necessary qualifications Then sure. what they do is they submit demos And then between hundreds of demos That get submitted They are taken and they, and they are given A A, a, a a radio opportunity on a pre-recorded platform that's usually early hours of the morning between 12 and 4. Yeah. So they, get, they go sit and they go pre-record behind a mic and then someone listens back to it and then they make their way through three, four years of being on an amateur radio station into a radio station like Radio Pool. But this is the biggest Christian radio station in the Southern Hemisphere. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, so, so then they take a, a presenter and then they usually give a presenter on the big radio station also pre-recorded shows and in the early hours of the morning. So what happened to me was, since I've been married, whenever we would drive on the highway, I would drive past the billboard, and I would joke around. I would imitate being a guy that does ads. And I would read those ads. I, I promise you, I would literally drive past a, a, a board, and my voice would go, arrive alive. Welcome to the AA. <laughs> I would do stuff like that, and my wife would always tease me, and she would say, what are you doing? I'm saying, I'm speaking a radio presenter into existence. Sure. That's what I did, right? And then, and then I got invited about mm, eight and a half years ago. I got invited by a lady called Janine Van Ikerk. She's a, 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 um, she's a her agent to one of the biggest gospel artists in South Africa, but she does the morning drive radio pulpit. So she invited me, and she was like, do I want to ask you some questions on children and education, because that's one of my speciality fields. And um, I spoke on the radio, and I walked out there, and mm. as I was walking to the door, the station manager, Vilma van Skalkveig, stood at the door. And she was like, um, can I talk to you? I'm like, why? <laughs> she says, have you heard your voice on radio? I said, no. And then she explained to me, usually there's these protocols and mm. qualifications and wow. training courses, but your voice has got something to it. Can we please have you on our radio? Come on. That's... Guys, we're talking about hundreds of people that want to become radio presenters through wow. Radio Pulpit. And to make a long story short, <clears throat> the day they put a contract on my table, they said, how's your contract? We want you permanently as one of our, one of our radio presenters. I said, I'm not just going to sign it. I need to go talk to my wife about this. Because mm. my wife is my, my mm. everything. And I remember the following. My wife, girl, if you're listening, superhero, my anchor <laughs> in my life. She said, before you go on air for your first show, what voice are people going to hear? Are they going to hear the voice that you are every day? Mm. Or are you going to change your voice? And every single time you're in front of her, you're like, Hello, my name is from Rinsburg. And, and then she said, But well, just imagine this. You, you, you're trying to speak the truth of God's word, yeah. but you speak it with this voice. And then you bump into someone in the pick and pay. And they're like, the What happened to your voice? Mm. Where's your voice? <laughs> and then my wife said, Who do you want to be on radio? And I said, well, that's a very good point. Let's pray about it. And, and, and it struck me so hard because it's, guys, a good businessman can sell a bad product, man. Yeah. A good businessman can sell ice to an Eskimo. You understand? And it struck me so hard. Be who you are every day. Be your voice. 
be your voice. Talk real. If you make mistakes, tell the people on it. Hey, I just made a mistake. Sorry, guys. Understand? <laughs> just be who you are. Yeah. And and for me, that has probably been one of the easiest stuff in my life to be a radio presenter because I don't come sit here and all of a sudden I've got to mm. kick into this mode of I'm on radio now. Hello, how are you? I don't have to do that. I can just can be myself. And it's amazing how much followers and listeners yeah. listens to a show that's real Dude. rather than Dude. listen to you are tuned in to Radio Pulpit 657 AM. I can't talk like that all day long. Can no, you imagine doing a morning yeah. drive? Huh? I can only do that in the news. President Cyril Ramaphosa. <laughs> no, but imagine, your traffic. <laughs> On the end one. No. Being real is probably the biggest advice mm. I can give you guys from the onset. Mm. Yeah. I've been in the industry now long enough to tell you yeah. people appreciate realness. Realness, yeah. yeah. They do. Anyway, listen, guys, we are so blessed this evening with a couple of sponsors for the show. Uh, that means that we have to unfortunately take a break to listen to a song request from someone, and um, then we'll be right back with this. This is, I don't know if you guys have heard of this amazing artist, Tyrone Marinus. The song is called Finally. Okay, so we're finally going to listen to a song. Okay, finally we're going to listen to a song. Okay, and then right after the song, it's a short song. We'll be back right after this. Enjoy it. There we go. Yeah, that, that was actually quite a, 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 an amazing sting. Um, come and ask your questions. Uh, share your concerns and um, come, come ask about life. Uh, just help me if I'm wrong, if you're a listening with, listener with us. But isn't that one of the reasons why you listen to Radio Pulpit? Because of the fact that you can ask your questions, yeah? And because of the fact that we can be outspoken about Jesus Christ. For me, that's very important. We've got to be outspoken ab- about Jesus Christ. Now, someone else that's also pretty much outspoken about Jesus Christ is none other than the awesome sponsor for this evening's program. And I want to give you guys a huge shout-out. Thank you very much for once again sponsoring this evening my guests in studio this evening don't even know that you guys are the sponsor for this evening so i would like to say thank you to the sponsors for this evening show and this is who they are all right there you go tv in africa thank you very much for this evening sponsor who are we without the sponsors keeping us on air um all right so we've been talking about um brokenness and about a non-profit and about a podcast and so forth can i ask some questions regarding your non-profit what is it that you guys do as a as a non-profit sure so we are a non-profit organization that um, upskills and empowers underprivileged women. That is our core. That is um, the main reason we started it. Because, of course, like I mentioned earlier, relatability, relevance. And um, we speak to women who've gone through what we've experienced. My mom, my sister, and I have lived different lives. Uh, we are very, very close. But our experiences have brought us even closer. And they brought us to, you know, the collective decision of opening this nonprofit organization to help women um, and to just give them um, our actually our slogan is called greatness is within her she will not fail and that is literally what we aim to do we want to reignite the light that has died in in anyone's life but of course women in in our case because um, I lived a life where I felt worthless and I felt like I had no value to give you know and um, my sister and my mom can relate to the same thing that we just want people to have an experience that value that all of us were created to have um, and yeah that's what we aim to do through various ways um, through upskilling them with basic skills whether it's cooking, sewing, uh, baking, um, entrepreneurial skills, work readiness you know and we also give them devotion uh, every single morning we have a Bible study with them and we equip them with the word of God, you know, and, and that is literally the foundation of our foundation, God through and through. Um, and yeah, we offer counseling. So it's like a whole rounded um, foundation that kind of equips a woman with everything that they need to, to be successful in life. So I assume you're a Section 21 company. Okay. Non-profit organization. Yes. yes. All right. So anyway, I would like to hook you guys up at some stage with um, a lady called Colleen McOsland. Colleen McOsland is probably, I think, the owner of the biggest non-profit organization for ladies in the country. Um, she is um, she's just an amazing lady from a funding point of view, um, from parliament. <laughs> um, this lady operates in Johannesburg, and she's got safe haven homes for ladies. Um mm. 
And 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 I think I think it'll be awesome to network you guys with Colleen, that would be um, great. especially given the fact that Colleen's in Joburg and you guys can can be an extension or an extra mm. hand um, sure. in this area over here. I, I, look, I believe I believe that in the kingdom of Christ we need to network. Yes. I truly do believe that we got to connect ourselves. And and just by the way, I'll say this on air. I'll say this to any other radio station. I'll say this to any other principal. And if if, if I get in trouble for this, it's okay. It's easier to apologize than to ask for permission. But um, if I get in trouble for this, I'll declare this. To anyone who wants to open up the same business as I have, I'll declare it to anyone who opens up the same school or church that we have. Um, open up right next to me. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll help you with your cheese. I'll help you with your sound. Um, I'll, I'll if kids want to leave to you, I'll send them with blessings. Because no, in the kingdom of Christ, we cannot be competition for yes. each other. We, we cannot be competition for each other, and 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 and, and that's why. I believe if we can network and be there for each other. Imagine 100%. what big impact can take place. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how so much bigger than our own agendas yeah. and, our, and our yeah. own bank accounts. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing the moment you didn't care about your bank account, God really usually <laughs> takes care of it. <laughs> the, moment, the moment you're focused on your bank account, ish. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, uh, so, so listen to this. Hi, my friend, colleague, and prayer partner. I love you. Who's it from? Daphne. Daphne. Do you want to say hello to Daphne? Hey, Daphne. How are you doing? <laughs> Praise God, you're doing much better. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she really is. Okay, anyway, so Daphne, she sent my message, please. <laughs> 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 I say Daphne. All right, so there you have it. All right, so um, give us an idea of one of the projects or one of the situations or one of the needs or one of the something that you're busy with right now. Oh, oh, so much! Um, can I can I grab my sister? To yeah, you can. Me? You know why I'm why I'm putting you guys on the spot because this it's so easy to pre-rehearse stuff. Yeah, this is real. Yeah. So go for it. Tell us, sister. Um, so thank you. So our organization is called Basadi Bamushita Foundation. We're based in Centurion, and as Garawa said, we predominantly focus on upskilling women and just reigniting the light within them by equipping them with things that they can't necessarily get because they are not financially able to do that. Um, and I mean, so many women are unemployed because CVs and things like that don't have the correct credibility in order for you to get the jobs that you need to. I mean, if people are looking for people with driver's license, and if I don't have money to learn how to drive, where am I going to get a job? You know, so we basically make them employable. But we start from the inside out because what's the point of having a business or having employment if the core, you know, your identity hasn't been mm. sort of fixed on something concrete and you don't have confidence and you don't believe in yourself. So we run a program called Women Unleashed and that's basically the skills development program that we offer them. No, uh, this is, hold on. I'm stopping you there because this is just not, not possible. You said you run a program called Women Unleashed, mm -hmm. okay? Two minutes ago, I told you I want to hook you up with Colleen McOsland. Yeah. Okay? Colleen McOsland is the manager of Unleashed. No ways. <laughs> Are you being serious? Wow. Colleen McOsland is the manager of Unleashed. Sure. Which takes sport women into boxing. And the boxing stables, that's what they call it. Mm -hmm. It's called Unleashed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> How works together. You can, How you can continue to talk, now, and I'm going to go find Unleashed for you on Colleen's Facebook what? page. Yep, go for it. Continue, please. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, Women Unleashed is a skills development program that we run predominantly for our ladies. Um, we take on a group of 30 ladies per block, and we basically give them all the skills that they need. Um, we start off by offering them what we call capacity building, which is so important because we need to prepare them emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the skills we're about to give them. And when the three months is up, we basically set them up um, with startups for ladies who want to do small businesses. We try and give them startups, and in most cases, we try and get them jobs. Um, the program itself has graduated almost 50 ladies over the past two years that we've been in operation. Mm -hmm. um, we are in our third year of operation. Um, and we've got, what, 20, yeah. 22 ladies in this block. We're anticipating another 30 in the next block. Um, and from the cohorts from the previous blocks, we have employed about four ladies in our organization on a permanent basis. Um, and we just continue to just upskill yeah. and, and just, you know, just really make these women feel valuable again. I mean, we have women who have come and just thrived, mm. just come from nothing and just 
not more than getting money or even getting the job, but just the self-worth from within that's mm. changed their perspective so drastically, which is exactly what we wanted to do, which is in line with our slogan, because greatness is within each and every one, each and every woman, you know, each and every man for that, for mm. that point of view. Um, we have everything we need in us for a life of godliness, you know, and so often the world tells us that we need to get it from outside. Yeah. But we came prepackaged with everything that we need to thrive and to succeed. And that's the message that we want to, to show these ladies and just to remind them about their value and their worth. And that's yeah. what the program does. And of course, we offer counseling services. We have an in-house social worker who does that for us as and, well. Um, skills on the go. And skills on the go. Because, yeah. um, because we run the program from Centurion, we want to reach out to other areas. So we do something called skills on the go where we take the capacity building to other areas like Susanguve, um, and even Old Bosch, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we give the same capacity building to those ladies who can't come to Centurion. Um, our vision is that in five years' time, we're reaching other provinces as well um, with capacity building. Um, and of course, just growing, and we want a skills development center for these ladies as well. You know, where we can just be an in-house skills development uh, organization that just offers spiritual and mental and emotional upliftment at the same time. So, yeah. So I want to, um, while I look for that specific thing that I want to show you, I want to want to tap into into either one of you um, into the last sentence that you said. You said you want to you want to create spiritual upliftment. Okay. Do you do you perhaps refer to dealing with ladies that's broken? Yes. Ladies, that's hurt. Mm. Can you give me examples of these type of hurts? Oh goodness! Uh, Obviously, while staying discreet and not yeah. exposing yes, yes, anyone, yes. but g- yeah. give us ideas of what these ladies are going through. Most of them, like we've identified, as um, childhood trauma. Um, a lot of them experience like severe childhood trauma abuse. You know, from um, family members, um, abuse from you know, people that they that should have protected them as a child and it grows and it becomes um, a stronghold, if I can call it that. Um, but predominant is um, physical abuse. We were talking about it the other day that mm. it's just so much, you know, physical abuse without saying the R word, but that, you know, a lot of them have that um, um, similarities. Um, and also you might just, say the R word. Can I? <laughs> yeah, but let's talk about sexual abuse. Yes. And talking about rape, yes. sexual, all uh, right. Not only uh, verbal, you're talking about emotional, physical, rape, okay. All types of abuse you could think of, you know, and just like worthlessness. Mm -hmm. I think they've been through so much physical, mental, emotional pain that they literally don't think anything Mm. of themselves. Yeah, makes sense. They are like dehumanized Mm -hmm. in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know. So for us to be able to try and bring that, because I mean, we even... This year we started doing that, but we didn't before because we didn't want to make it seem very uh, crass. But now we take before and after pictures mm. to show you the lit- the metamorphosis that mm. happens throughout that period mm. because they come in broken, mm. but they leave so beautiful and light. And you know, there is, there's you know? definitely a physical change. Yeah. Yes. They're unleashed. They really are. Mm. Um, something, just a small testimony. I've got a... Um, so obviously I work with kids as well for a living. And um, there's this one boy, and I want to mention his name, mm. um, 17 years old. Um, he ended the year last year as probably one of the naughtiest kids at his institution. Okay, it's a boy who he was condoned at the end of the year. He didn't have the academic minimum requirements, but he had to be condoned due to age. Um, he is a rebellion. <laughs> um, he smokes marijuana. He sometimes comes to school high. He just disrupts the school. He whenever a teacher talks, he it's almost as if he, as if he deliberately um, disrespects the teacher. Mm. And over December, I went through this amazing journey with God where he gave me a revelation of why some of these boys act the way they do. Okay? And then God gave me in December in a dream, he gave me a, a mandate, he gave me an, an instruction. He said... One of the main things that you are going to do when you go back um, to go work with these kids is go back and go build a relationship with these boys. Mm. And I was like, say what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want to. <laughs> they are going to drive me nuts and my career might come to an end. Because at the end of January, I'll this one boy to my office. And you could hear by his footsteps, walking up my steps, 
Yeah, comes the rebellion. Mm-hmm. The way he was, he stood in front of me and he was, mm-hmm. his pants was hanging under his bum. I don't know why they wear belts. <laughs> um, and he was chewing a chap and he was like, you called me. Just with his attitude. Sure. And I told myself that this boy is going to enter your office and he's going to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Be the bigger, bigger, uh, the bigger person. Mm-hmm. But God told me what I must do with this boy. And I said, yes, I called you. Mm-hmm. Because I just wanted to give you something. And... His first reaction was, what do you want to give me? I didn't do anything this time around. I said, just hold on, I want to give it to you now. And I stood up behind my desk. And I walked around my desk. And as I walked closer to him, he reacted. He almost stepped back. And he stepped back. But he stepped back up to a point where he can't step back anymore. When I stood right in front of him, I put my arms around him and I gave him a hug. Sure. He felt uncomfortable. He was like, what's this? I said, just, you keep quiet. I'm hugging you. <laughs> I said, it might not mean anything to you. It means everything to me. Mm-hmm. I'm hugging you. Mm-hmm. It was a Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Tuesday didn't come to school. The Wednesday was absent. The Thursday was absent. The Friday he was absent. And you know all the stuff that runs through your mind? Mm-hmm. Me and the boy alone in my office. So yeah. why did he walk out and go tell the world? And mm-hmm. maybe I did X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Found his mom on the Friday. Um, to say, ask her what's going on. She says, I don't know. My boy's been in his room the past four days. There's nothing coming out of that room, nothing going in. He runs to the toilet. I leave his food at the door. <laughs> um, I don't know. The Monday, he comes to school late, but I'm, I'm busy. I've got something else to do. But that afternoon, I had a meeting with my staff, and the staff's like, what did you do to this boy? I'm like, what do you mean? What did I do? <laughs> This boy is not himself. I'm like, what do you mean? Why, why isn't he himself? And they said, he came to school today. He's nicely dressed. His homework is done. All the work that he missed last week, mm. he catched up. He addressed the class today and told the class, please keep quiet. Man is talking. Stop disrespecting man. Sure. He went onto the school terrain and he reprimanded two of his own friends and said, this is not who I am. Mm. I don't want to be this. Mm. And then the teacher looked at me and the teacher's like, what did you do to this boy? He's not himself. I said, no, no, no. Now he is himself. Mm. He wasn't himself. Yeah. And then I called that boy in. I said, what's up? Yeah. And he said, sir, before we go any further, can I please have a hug? Oh, wow. And I turned around and I gave him a hug. And this time he hugged me back. Mm. And I said, what's going on? He said, I couldn't process this. Mm. I'm like, couldn't process what? Sure. He says, I've never received a hug from my yeah. dad. Mm. My dad has never told me he loves me. Because in my culture, a man is a man and cowboys don't cry. And, mm. But you gave me a hug. Mm. And you told me you love me. And a matter of minutes, that boy discovered self-worth. Mm. That's simple. It's three months later. Sure. If I need to explain to you what an amazing young man that man is right now, mm. I see that man going into a presidential office one day mm. and changing the world sure. because of a hug. A hug. Mm. 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 Absolutely. Anyway, I can wow. go. Oh, anyway, oh, Brenton. I'm right here. You, do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you really brought two amazing girls tonight. Amen. I was spirit late about this. I was really spirit led about this because I knew this is going to be a conversation where all of us can relate. And what you said about that boy, it actually brings to the scripture that I want to share. And I want to share a testimony about the program that these ladies run. Like with that boy, he was actually crying out. And the Bible says in Psalm 34, verse 17 and 18, um, God listened to those who cry out. But today, how people are broken... The way they cry out is very challenging. Mm. They do the dumbest thing. They dress. They do all of that stuff. And sometimes we judge on that mm. just because of our opinion on it. But we don't realize what they're crying out. Mm. And then the most amazing part about verse 18, which is so profound, God is close to the brokenhearted people. Mm. And that's the whole thing that we need to understand, including the listeners. God is very close and he actually saves those whose spirit is crushed. Mm. And, and this is so profound. We are talking so much about this. And I love the move of the Holy Spirit. 
it's, it's like he's speaking to every single one of us. What I can testify, Dwayne, about this program is um, I was there last year for the graduation. I've seen some of those ladies before their graduation, and they were like, yeah, like there was no hope. And at the graduation, they were the most beautiful mm. people I've seen. I mean, yesterday I got a testimony about one lady who was so, so shy, and I was like, no ways. Mm. She was so outspoken. And and I think it was last week or the week before when you guys invited me to give a devotion. Mm. Dwayne, all I can say to you is um, I see hope through those ladies' brokenness. Mm. And and they are so willing for the change. But the thing is, what do you do when someone is broken? Do you remind them that they can be healed or do you give them the choice that they can be further broken? Brendan, mm. I want to I wanna continue on that because something that's Please. very profound to me is sin, sin has got a... Sin has got a very ugly thing that it does to us. It makes us feel less worthy. Mm. And then then because we feel unworthy, we feel that we are not... um we don't meet the minimum requirements of yeah. receiving God's favor. Yeah. So, so, but isn't it ironic that sin does that to us? But yet, in the presence of of someone like like King David, he mm. messed up badly. Oh my! Let's <laughs> not say in detail what that boy has done. Eh? <laughs> yet, Scripture says, "My." What does Scripture say? How does God feel about David? A man of the <laughs> God's heart. He was one of God's favorites, yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that he messed up badly. So sometimes. Sometimes the, I've got to choose my words carefully now because ooh, I can step onto a lot of biblical qualified people <laughs> now. Anyway, anyway, God doesn't, sorry, called the qualified, qualified, the qualified the called. Anyway, um, sometimes the only thing standing between me and God is my own guilt. Yeah. Hmm. It's not God's willingness to forgive. Mm. Sure. Mm. It's my own guilt. And if we can just start by forgiving ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, guys, this is an entirely different yeah. topic for another evening. But anyway, you know what? What um, you must bring them again, okay? <laughs> you won't do. You know, the only thing for me that's a bit sensitive that makes forgiveness a bit difficult is, um, let's say I sin towards you, mm. okay, and God has convicted me and I've said I'm I, I'm wrong, and I come to you and I apologize and I ask for forgiveness and I set you free in the spirit and I ask you to do the same. And I go into my inner room. I say, God, forgive me what I've done. And I forgive myself. What makes it difficult, though, going forward is looking into your eyes every single day. Yet I know you haven't forgiven me. Mm. You want to say something about that? I like that. Turn that mic. Turn that mic. Yeah, tell me, tell me. So I love that because I heard or I forgot if it was something I read or something I heard, but it changed my perspective completely on forgiveness, right? And what I heard was that there was three steps to forgiveness. The first step is asking God to help you forgive. And that's between you and God, right? The second step is asking forgiveness or releasing the person that you need to forgive, right? So releasing them, like you said, spiritually. Yeah, 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 sure. And if it means, you know, going to them and making amends, so be it. The third step is the one that you're talking about. That That's the one that we struggle with because people seem to think that forgiveness entails um, restoration. But restoration is a two-way street. And if I want to be restored with you, but you don't want to be restored with me, I don't have control over you. Mm. I only have control over me. So we get caught up between this place where we're trying to restore relationships, but all you needed to do was allow the forgiveness to happen and allow God to free you and to free you that, from that person, but not necessarily control the restoration. Some people are not ready to be restored mm. with you. You know, Some people are not ready to, to take on the forgiveness and build that relationship with you, but we let that bind us and to the point that we go and we start trying to develop or redevelop relationships where they shouldn't be mm. because we're trying to make sure that forgiveness has happened and everything is okay and the relationship is mended. But that's between you and God and if that person is willing to also come and be restored with you then that's a two it's a two way street and if that person does not want to forgive with all due respect it's between that then person and, and God. God period you know and I like what you said oh. sorry I'm like no, no. no yeah we love this go for it for table talk is all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love what you said about sin because I've struggled very much with that over my life um, and it's just this weighing guilt 
that literally drives a wedge between you yeah. and God. And that's exactly what Satan wants. You know, he wants to keep a distance between you and God because you constantly think you are so unworthy and how on earth will God ever see you with love and light because of the things that you have done. And that lie plays over and over in your head and it starts to develop this wall between you and God that makes it impossible to cross over into a relationship with him. Mm. Um, and if we just understood that it's a lie, there's nothing God wants to do more than embrace you and tell you that he loves you regardless of everything that you think you've done that yeah. is so beyond reproach. You know, and that lie keeps us from a, a fulfilled and loving relationship between us and our father. Mm. Sure, you need a mic, girl. Preach right? it. Listen, uh, all we'll do, we'll do next time. Eh, if you bring add it another in, one. Uh, no, I've got more channels. I'll yeah. just add another mic. That's not that's not difficult. We do that quick, quick, Poppy. <laughs> You've got more power than you think. Huh? There's a, mm. there's an a, 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 a amazing anointing on your on your voice. You are really um, anyway. You know, our summer soup them up with is with Reverend Paul Coupe. Yeah, mm, that'll be next level. Sure, she does so much things for ladies and for for girls. If you ever need a guy just to give girls hugs, please let me know. Okay. <laughs> yes. I know that sounds weird, but I'll, I'll bring my wife along though. I won't, I won't just go into a hugging ceremony without my wife. But uh, my wife's my everything. She's literally my everything. Anyway, bro, bro, I like these girls. You must bring them again. I know. Yeah, it's then, good, man. They belong. We, yeah, they we, belong. Yeah. And then we give them the mic. You can go sit there. <laughs> Anytime is tea time. Oh, well, anyway. All right, so listen, we've got about four, five minutes left. How do people get involved? Um, how do they contact you? What projects do they do for you guys um, so that they can join? Go for it. Sure. Okay. So we have a website, of course. It's called basaribamoshitofoundation.org. Um, you had me lost by we've got a website. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dwayne will give you the crib notes at the end of this. <laughs> now, all you got to do there, if you want to get involved, is you send me an email, okay? <laughs> Tell me those ladies with those other big names. Man. Okay, so send me Dwayne at Radio Pulpit or Sport at Radio Pulpit. No, okay, continue. Do that again, please. My shiny do that. I got that. Yeah. Do you want me to say it slower? Yeah, go. Okay. Basari Ba Mushito Foundation. Basari Ba Mushito Foundation. It's the same thing. Okay. Okay. okay, continue. Go for it. All right, we're also on Facebook, but all of our programs, all of our uh, campaigns, we run a lot of campaigns over the year. Um, we actually did an, we're doing an Easter one shortly and it's basically called Celebrating the Cross and this is about children. We want to make sure that the children know the real meaning of the cross and what Easter truly represents. Um, we have a Mother's Day campaign, Youth Day, Christmas, the whole nine yards. But yeah, our website has all the information for that and we literally want and encourage volunteers. We encourage people to just come and support and just see what we do more than anything. I think there's a lot of people who talk but we really, really want to show people what we do because we do a lot or rather the spirit does a lot through us um and yeah so our website our facebook page um my sister's number is the one actually that is the one we use sorry sorry shishi people people have everyone here's the number for bbm foundation or bbm foundation for short can we say that <laughs> so 082-801-3125 so my sister is the operations director so all ops goes to her. I'm the marketing director. I do all the marketing related stuff. And my mother is the CEO. And she is basically at the helm of the foundation. And she's our fearless leader. And I assume she's listening. Um, yes, she What's is. What's your mom's name? Antoinette. Antoinette. Hello, Tani Antoinette. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did a pretty amazing job raising these two lovely ladies. Amen. Congratulations to you. <laughs> Yay. Hi, mommy. <laughs> Internet. I like that. Okay, anyway, continue. Yeah. I even lost my train of thought, train. Okay. Um, yes, so contact us. And um, what else? Oh, oh, we've got a charity shop. We've got a charity shop that helps us raise and generate funds for the program because we are non-funded. So everything we do literally comes out of our own pockets. And I don't know how that happens. It's just God, really. Um, and yeah, so our charity shop is in Littleton Centurion as well. And whatever... In ShopRite Center, sorry. And we sell everything, uh, dresses, uh, evening wear dresses, shoes, accessories, bags, jewelry. We're actually revamping it, but um, we'll stay tuned to our socials. Everything is updated on there. 
Okay. Exactly what exactly <laughs> what she said. Anyway, uh, Brenton, um, I gotta say I gotta say goodbye now. So yeah. Aww. Thank you for bringing your guests. No, but, it's always a pleasure. But now you've got to bring here. them again, eh? Yes, we will. You know, I'll bring them for our next show. Right. Remember, every first Monday evening of the month, as myself and Table Talk, Brinton Jerome, and whoever, whatever guests you bring, the, these two again, okay? Yes. Okay. Um, no, part two. You know, I like that. It was really cool. It was mm. really, really cool. Anyway, we can expand a bit more on going to deeper spiritual stuff. I like that. Yay. Okay. Anyway, just before we say goodbye, I've got to quickly get through this. This is four very important stuff. Firstly, um, if you do like uh, spending time with me on radio, on Friday morning, I'll be doing the morning drive from 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. in the morning. And I'm so blessed because it is Good Friday. And um, I'm, I'm the one that's chosen to do Friday morning's morning drive. So please tune in with me on Monday morning. Then, of course, guys, from the 6th to the 10th of April only, the throne, the Easter special of uh, the crucifixion of Jesus. It is in cinemas uh, only for four days, uh, for five days, from the 6th to the 10th of April. Please check out your local cinema and go for it or go to Radio Pulpit's uh, Facebook page for more details on the throne then I've got some exciting news I'll be shortly be interviewing the cast and crew of The Chosen again Mr. Dallas Jenkins and his people so um, I'm just waiting on an ETA on that and the date on that and then I'll give you guys the scoop on that if you didn't uh, hear the previous uh, interviews that I had with them please go to social media and to my podcast um, I've been blessed to Talk to uh, Jonathan Ramy, who plays Jesus, um, uh, Dallas Jenkins, the director. So please go check it out. All those previous interviews will be there. And then last but not least, the most exciting thing for me to announce is Michael W. Smith is coming back to South Africa on the 9th of June. He will be at Inghia Moraleta uh, Church. Um, so you can go to iTickets right now and you can go purchase your tickets for Michael W. Smith. Oh, that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say goodbye now. Um, it's been an absolute privilege having you guys with me this evening. Thank, Thank you. you very much for it. Thank and please, so come much. A, please come again. Eh? All the time. Right, so please stay tuned to Radio Pulpit for more relevant Christian topics um, on the top of the hour at 8 o'clock. But just before I say goodbye, i got to play with an awesome song. Um, Marius Durand wrote a song called Your Promise. And I'm almost 100% sure you guys will love this. So stay blessed. Remember, I love you, but he loves you more. In fact, he thinks you're something to die for. Mm, think about that. That's pretty awesome. Love you guys, and um, see you guys next week, same time, same place. Bye-bye, guys. Mm-hmm.